Welcome back to the Pick Your Poison podcast. Week 12 college football slate after a huge weekend. Maybe the best weekend in college football of the year. It was an incredible weekend. We had the tide going down. Ed Orgeron and the Tigers prevailing. Jumping to number one spot in the college football playoff polls. We're back. Uh, Rebs Bagman here, your host, after... Maybe the worst, uh, the worst college football gambling weekend of my entire life. I know my picks went five and eight, respectable on the on the Twitter sphere. My picks in real life on on game day in the crosshairs, zero and nine to start. It was it was a degrading week for me. Zero and nine to start. Thank God I had Hawaii late night. We'll get into that a little bit later. But I, I had a demoralizing week, maybe one of those weeks that, that make you question your sanity, make you question your sexuality, make you question whether you should live or whether you should die before paying out your bookie. But hey, we're back to give you more locks this week. Pullman, how did you do last week? Uh, plus three units. It was a great week for me. Uh, Baylor TCU was one of the sweetest things. Shout out John Mayer. I'm feeling gravity right now. If you can't pick up what I'm feeling from that 51-yard field goal. John Mayer, huh? John Mayer. Uh, shout out my Baylor Bears. Uh, the Jailer Bears, as my boy Rico Bosco would say. Uh, big week. I think, though, before we get into we should jump in what you were saying earlier about the Hawaii game, the shout out, the, the prayer heard around the world, the prayer from the West Coast. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and get into it since it was me. I was 0-9, 0-9 going into the Hawaii game late night. I'd lost every game, and, of course, Hawaii starts late night at 10 o'clock Central Time on a Facebook live stream. So, I'm in the... Depths of hell in my gambling in my gambling day. Five thousand year in the second friends. in the second quarter he was wrapped in a rug chugging whiskey that I was force feeding him. Yes, I was down a million dollars wrapping myself in a rug trying to change any voodoo that I can. Ended up going to bed and the third quarter because I had the over and I had San Jose State. San Jose State was looking okay, but I had the over as well, which they only scored ten points in the third quarter on a seventy nine point over under. Go to bed. Get woken up at two o'clock in the morning by Boomer and Pullman, shaking me awake, saying, "You won! You won! You idiot! You dumbass! You won!" Come to come to my senses for a second, realize what had happened. Bet three hundred dollars on San Jose State plus six, lost by three, covered. Bet three hundred dollars on over seventy nine, total at eighty two, cover. Come back fighting. With a with a on a women of prayer, it was an exhilarating victory. But the miracle was, in Hawaii is what we're calling the, it. Well, the the miracle in my bed is also what was calling it. I I think I had to go to uh, go to sleep. To I think that's what we that also game. call it every time you get laid. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. That but yeah, I had to go to sleep that day to win a bet. But hey, we're back this week. I, if I went zero nine last week, I've got to go nine and zero this week. That's the law of averages here. So we're gonna get right into picks. Uh, Boomer, what's our first game of the week? All right, first game we got uh, Florida versus Mizzou. At Mizzou, uh, Mizzou's catching seven points, over-under set at 50, uh, 50 points and a half. So since I was in the depths of hell last week, I had to dig deep and go into some deep analytics this week to get some, some picks. So Missouri might be the worst road team in the entire nation, but they might be the best home team in the entire nation. On the road, Missouri has lost four games by an average of 16 points. 
that's that's a wide margin of victory, but especially... Is that including the one in Laramie? Especially, yes, it does, and the one in Georgia last week. But especially when you think about the teams they've played on the road. They've lost to Wyoming on the road. They've lost to Kentucky with a third-string wide receiver quarterback playing. And they've lost to Vandy on the road, all including the Georgia game last week by an average of 16 points on the road. At home, they've beaten some respectable teams, and their average margin of victory at home is 29 points. So I'm sticking with that trend here. I'm going with Mizzou plus seven at home. I know Florida is rolling after a big win against Vandy, but hey, I'm going to ride with Missouri at home. I think Kelly Bryant's a better quarterback. I think the coach is a better coach at home. I think the team is better at home in Como. Pullman. Yeah, uh, I'm on the opposite side of you here. Uh, if I know one thing about Dan Mullen, he loves eight and four, nine and three seasons. He beats bad teams. He loses to good teams. I love Florida here. Seven. If it was probably seven and a half, I might be sweating a little, maybe flop my side. I think this is definite push slash win territory. Like I said, Dan beats bad teams on the road. Missouri Missouri's a bad team. Their front seven will get after Missouri's banged up offensive line, the banged up Kelly Bryant. I love the seven here. What do you got, Boomer? Um, on this game, not too much. Kind of confused about it a little bit because I would think the spread would be a little bit bigger. Um, I guess I, if I had, if you put a gun to my head, I'd take Florida. Well, we do uh, have a gun seven. to your head. Well, all right, then I'll, I'll take Florida minus seven. All right. All well, right. that's your if that's your gun to your head pick. Let's just move into the next game. All right. So next we got Bama at State. State's catching seventeen and a half. Over under set at sixty one and a half. Uh, what do you got, Pullman? Yeah, uh, I like Bama minus nineteen here. Uh, <clears throat> hangover revenge game is what we like to call it, uh, and also Tuscaloosa two is also what we like to call Startville. Uh, <clears throat> Expect the stadium to be filled with crimson and not that ugly maroon. I don't care which one of Bama's five-star backup quarterbacks are starting. He's going to come in and win with a healthy ankle. I don't think uh, Schuler, whatever the hell uh, State's quarterback with the big beard is, I don't care what his name is. Schaefer. Schaefer, yeah. That Amish beard's not going to work against Tuscaloosa, or excuse me, against Bama. Uh, Bama minus 19. What do you got here, Bags? So, yeah, State coming off a bye, Bama coming off a big loss. I don't really love a side. I think I don't think two is going to play. I think their backup, uh, Matt Jones, is going to play here. Every bone in my body tells me to take Bama in a, like a kind of a pissed off next game after losing at home. But they're the biggest public favorite as of right now. 89% of bets are coming in on Bama. I, this is going to be a wait until the start of the game, until wait until Saturday morning bet for me. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait and see if that public stays that much in favor of Bama. If so, I'm gonna take State. If it gets back down to 50-50 with two of me out, I'm gonna lay the points and take Bama because it doesn't really matter who's playing quarterback. They're gonna put up points on State's defense. It's just whether Bama's defense can keep it close. Honestly, for this game, I do really do not care about the spread. I'm gonna take Bama minus 17 and a half. Yeah, she's a sucker bet. Well, no, well, so I look I looked back, which. The past three games, Bama's lost in the regular season. Two to, been to Aura Rebs. And the other one, I guess, to Auburn. Johnny Manziel. Yeah, or, or Johnny Manziel. And uh, the week after, every every time, Bama's covered. So, 3-0 against after a loss in the regular season against the spread. They rarely lose in the regular season. Yeah, that's yeah. So, 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 it is. That's kind of a it stupid is, ass. That's a damn. Well, that, that's a nice what stat. Else you that, that, that is a nice stat dad. for me to throw out at, on the podcast. And But I feel this way, though. I think they're going to want to. 3-0 in the last, like, what, 37 games after a well, loss? Well, I mean, but I'm just saying that proves something that they're pissed off about a loss. And they're wanting to show something. That's fair. 
I mean, I I think them blowing the doors off no, state yeah, that's at that, state. That's the common man's who, who, mind. Who state, I mean, give state what they want. Uh, I feel like that is somewhat of a tough environment uh, to play. So I think they're going to blow the doors off them. I can see it. Starkville's uh, Joe Moorhead's dead. Joe Moorhead's dead. He's already putting in his resumes all over the all over the north northeast. All right, let's move into our uh, two thirty SEC slate. UGA at Auburn. Auburn minus two and a half. Over under set at forty and a half. Bagman, who do you got? So Gus Malzahn is coaching for his job here. The last time he was facing Georgia and Bama, coaching for his job, he beat both of them. Bofa. In Bofa. He beat Bofa coming off uh, in twenty sixteen, I believe. Uh, he beat both of them at both at home again, just like it's going to be this year. I like the home favorite here. It's a crazy low under. It's 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 forty and a half right now. Georgia's at four in a row unders. Auburn's at three out of the last four unders. That's a little wonky to me. That's a crazy low under. I'm taking the over and I'm taking the home team plus three. Give me Auburn. Give me Gus Malls on coaching for his job. He wants to stay on the planes. He wants to ride Bo Nix out until he wins a Heisman. Boomer, what do you think? Hey Paul. Hey Paul. Georgia ain't beat no one. Uh, I, I'm loving, I'm loving right here. That's my best Paul Feinbaum uh, caller impersonation there. I love was Auburn. Terry? Was that Miss Terry calling in? That was Miss Terry. Shout out Terry Eliezer. I love Auburn. I love a home dog here. I think George is a good team. I don't think they're a great team. No. And I think Auburn has good enough defense all around. Every, keep them in the game at least. Yeah, to keep them in the game. Catching three points at home. This is a coin toss. On the planes. Yeah. On coin, the planes. Coin toss. But my qualification here, if Auburn loses the coin toss, I'm out. I'm, I'm, this is If Auburn wins the coin, test, coin toss, this is my lock of the week. If not, stay away. So kind of like my, my Bama-Mississippi State game, wait until right before the game to figure out who wins the coin toss yeah. and bet whichever side wins the coin toss. Exactly. This is my Rico Bosco pick of the week. Uh, Pullman, who do you got on this one? Yeah, I love Georgia. It's uh, Rule 9 of college football. What does Auburn do when they have two losses? They roll over and let you pet their belly. There's a reason Ole Miss almost beat them. I mean, just they do not show up when they do not have a chance to win the national championship. Their chances sell. LSU beating Bama kind of ruined that. I love Georgia. You're like you guys are right. It's a coin flip game, but Georgia's a better team. I like Georgia between the hedges or not between the hedges, whatever Jordan Hare's dumbass hedges are called. The oldest everyone's, rivalry, the oldest rivalry in college football is what I was I was told. Everyone's got hedges in the SEC, but yeah, I like uh, UGA here at Auburn. Uh, next game. All right, so now we've got a call coming in to the Pick Your Poison podcast. It is one of our good friends who gave out a very insightful pick last week. A lot of gumbo uh, talk, and he was a lot 100% of gumbo, right. And he proved to be right. Uh, yeah, this so week. we got we got Raging Cajun here on the line, gave you LSU plus 6.5, gave you LSU money line last week. He His bets come to fruition. He knows all things LSU. We're going to tease him up here for the LSU Ole Miss game. LSU uh-huh. minus 21.5, over under 65. Raging Cajun. First off, just just go ahead and gloat. Give us give us your victory lap on the on the Bama LSU game. Listen, no, no. I want to start by saying what a good job Alabama did. Oh, I'm just kidding. Roll down. What? Fuck you. Ha <laughs> man. I tell you what. Look, this is the thing. I told you money line. I told you the points. I I tell you everything. I just hope your listeners they need money. Okay? Because this is what I need them to do. I need 
you and all your listeners, I know y'all all have the money on the Tigers. You send me some money, and I, I send you up some homemade boudin, and y'all all going to love it. Y'all going to fuck all y'all going to love it. So listen, this week, very simple. You got to take the Tigers, okay? They're coming off hot. What's going to happen is these people, they think, they think what's going to happen is LSU going to come in sleeping, okay? They think the Tigers, they're going to be tired. They, they whoop up on Bama, you know, they, that's what they think. But what's going to happen is they're going to go into Oxford, and they're going to win the game by 28. So, uh, so Ragin, you're telling me that Ed Orgeron's going to waltz back into Oxford and not overthink himself but like he does in every other game? I think Ed Orgeron here is a little outmatched. I think he's going to come back to Oxford thinking he's all, you know, trying to prove his point and beat the shit out of Ole Miss, and he's going to he's gonna try to meddle in the offensive strategy, meddle in the defensive strategy, and get a little too much uh, too much of his thick-ass fingers, a little too much of his boudin toes up in the, up in the game plan. Way too deep into this. Way too deep. Now listen, then the, the the rebels they had they had the coach over. They had they had the coach over. They had the Lord and the Savior coach over. And what happened? They couldn't win the game. What did that tell you about the about Oxford? They just wasn't ready for a coach like Coach Orgeron. Coach O, Coach O is gonna come in there with a game plan that's gonna be ready to go. And you know, I I heard the rebels they play play a good game against the Auburn Tigers, but they ain't gonna be no match for the for the LSU Tigers. That's a promise. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. So you're gonna lay the twenty one and a half here, and you're gonna and you're gonna uh, ride the Tigers all the way to the national championship. I love it. And I'm gonna tell you the national championship. Do y'all know where it is? No, where is it? Oh my goodness, it's in New Orleans. It's New Orleans. Yes, I know. It's gonna be magical. Now listen, we've been on a bender for a few days. We've been calling it the Nick Saban funeral, but that's all over now. That's all over. It's on. Joined in the next one. Okay. So what's gonna happen is I need you to prepare yourself. Y'all get y'all. Y'all, y'all round up all this money that I'm going to make you on betting on the Tigers. And what you're going to do is you round up all that money and you're going to buy you a ticket down to the Dome for the national championship. Well, my LSU Tigers are going to go and they're going to win the national championship. And y'all are going to be there. And we're going to party. We, we, I'll take you down bourbon. We're going to do all the things. Hey, uh, Ragin, did you give the eulogy at Nick Saban's funeral? I did. Now, listen, it was a very sad moment, you know. Um, I, I'd like to say it's all fun and games, but when a man just uh, gets beat up like that, you know, you got you got to feel kind of bad for him, you know. I, I heard, I heard he like was placed since, in one of those. And I don't know. Since, since maybe my buddy Broussard walked up on that gate on Bayou Lafourche, I guess that's the last time I saw a whooping like that. Raging Cajun, I heard he was buried in one of those above-ground uh, funeral homes in New Orleans. Is that true? One of those well, beautiful white okay, ones? Okay, now listen, that's no joke. you got to bury him above ground. There's a lot of voodoo with that, too. We set a few uh, a few hexes on him as well. I'm gonna be honest, you. I, now I want to hear your opinion. I mean, you saw the game. There's, first off, nobody really believes that that was a, a five point game. Everybody knows that was a double digit victory. Am I wrong or am I wrong? No, you were right. It was an ass kicking. It was a it was a it was a twenty point game at halftime. I'd say it was quite similar to the Rebs win in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, 20, yeah. Fifteen. Got out to a big big lead, and they came back and made it a tight game. But hey, at the end of the day, all the band fans left by the fourth <laughs> quarter, and they couldn't make it make a full comeback. So, Pussies. Uh, what did I tell you? look, two thirty. Did they even see the end of the game? Do they even know how the Bama how, how Bama even if they came back or not? Do they even know? Or did they have to watch ESPN? I mean, that must be really devastating for them. I hope they're not too upset about it. I'm sure they're just now finding out that they lost to the Tigers. <laughs> yeah, they're they're probably still just waking up from their from their like drunken sleep from their emotional loss all weekend. They've been just 
in the depths, like as as, as much as I was after my 0 and 9 week of gambling. But hey, I appreciate your I appreciate your uh, insight here. I know you're taking the Tigers round two against the against the uh, against the Rebels this weekend. We're gonna go ahead and give our picks. You got one more sound off? No, you know. In fact, I wanna I wanna hear your picks on this. All I all I need y'all to know is that um, from now on. You, you take the Tigers unless I tell you otherwise, okay? Now yeah, you're our one. foremost expert in all things all things LSU gambling. The only issue is you told us to take um, the Saints money line and the Tigers money line, and the Saints didn't work out too well. Listen, we all have our, we all have our slip-ups, okay? I'm not going to promise that we don't. This is a college football show you told me, okay? So that's all I kept on. We didn't have Tulane in it, so so I'll, I guess I'll let you slide. We'll go ahead and give our picks, though. Uh, you know, I, I I said it the second after Ole Miss or uh, the second after LSU won that game, I immediately screamed, "I'm taking Ole Miss, no matter what the spread is." Twenty-one and a half is too many points here. It's gonna be cold as hell in Oxford next weekend. It's gonna be in the thirties, in the low tw- in the upper twenties in the second half. I think uh, Ole Miss runs the ball better th- better than throwing the ball. They're going to be able to keep it close. LSU on a hangover game. Coach Orgeron is going to be trying to prove a point in Oxford. He's going to be pushing the envelope. He's going to be trying to put the, the pedal to the metal, and it's going to end up coming back to bite him in the ass, and almost is going to cover the 21-and-a-half. Boomer, you got a read on it? Well, so, Pullman, have you ever broken up with a girl before? Uh, yeah, your sister. <laughs> well, I, I know that was quite an emotional one. But have you ever gotten to the point where you're not you're 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 over it you you don't care anymore you're you're not hung up on it and and so I think a lot of people think that Ed Ordron is hung up on Ole Miss I don't think he is I don't think Joe Burrow is really gonna play that much in this game I think they they're gonna win this game but I think they don't really care they're gonna win by 17 I'm taking Ole Miss plus 21 and a half, and I'm also going to take the over on this game. That is my lock of the week. Yeah, I absolutely hate that over. You're dumb for taking that. Uh, Ole Miss is going to run the ball. They're going to control the clock. (coughs) Too cold for an over. This game is going to roll somewhere between 7 and 14 the entire game. I think LSU is going to win between those numbers. I don't think it will ever be a cover opportunity. I think it's going to be one you will not sweat out. I love Ole Miss getting 21 the hook. They're going to run, run, run the damn ball. And you're probably going to say something about LSU's defense being ranked third in the country against the run defense. Well, guess what? Auburn's was ranked second, and Ole Miss still ran the ball against them. So we're going to give uh, we're going to give Raging Cajun one more sign-off. We appreciate you calling in. So listen, I, I know y'all like to take a little bet, so uh, it sounds like y'all are all going to make the wrong decision just this Saturday. So, you know, what's going to happen is, is I think that, you know, um, if if my Tigers cover 21 points spread, I think we can agree that 21 is plenty of points. They cover 21 points spread. Y'all have to wear an LSU shirt and take a group picture of my choosing of the shirt um, coming y'all's way. And uh, that has to be your profile pic for, let's say, a week. All right, so you can uh, you can come up with a scenario. Yeah. Well, 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 what if the Rebs cover? That's that's what I'm saying. What do you what, what do you want from all? Uh, t- uh, Send some uh, gumbo no, up this way. No, I, I I want three chicken on the sticks in your mouth at one time. Oh God. Eddie well, O would love that, that too. Oh no, I, I tell you what, he does love the chicken on the stick. I bet that's the only thing he likes at Oxford. <laughs> So anyway, listen, boys, the, the bet's on. Y'all let me know. Uh, we'll, we'll catch back up. You keep doing a great job, okay? Go Tigers. Go Tigers. All right, I appreciate it, Rajan. <laughs> Damn, he's electric every time he calls in. All right, let's go to the next game. All right, boys. So next we've got South Carolina at, at uh, Texas A&M. A&M minus 11 points. Pullman, who you got? Yeah, we're just going to have this game. Give me 11 and a half. 
you're, I, I think we're kind of discussing pre-show about how weird this game is, how weird USC is. They kind of already won their season by beating Georgia. Will Muschamp's going to have sex with his wife for the rest of the season off that win. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, I don't know who he's going to have sex with after his wife slept with that tennis player. But I still like USC getting 11. A&M's kind of one of the easiest places to play in the SEC. You remember their uh, fans are the pe- nice people on the planet. Give me 11 in College Station. What do you guys got? I don't like either of these teams. This is kind of a disgusting game. But I I do like A&M here. I don't like USC. I think, I think uh, Boom is done in South Carolina. My prediction here is Mike McIntyre leaves Ole Miss to go find a head coaching job somewhere after his incredible uh, resurrection of the Ole Miss defense. Boom gets fired at South Carolina. And then my, Matt Luke hires... Boom to come be his defensive coordinator, replace Mac, Mac, Mike McIntyre at Ole Miss as the defensive coordinator. Heard here first, Will Muschamp, defensive coordinator of Ole Miss next year after he loses to A&M by more than 11 and loses to Clemson. He's going to get his ass beat by Clemson next weekend. Uh, Boomer, do you have any read on this? I don't give a shit. I'll take uh, South Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a disgusting game. End of the SEC slate on that one? Yeah, that I don't is even... the very end of it. Next, we have to... Uh, Support the people that support this podcast, our advertisers, Bagman. Here's an ad for our uh, very generous sponsors. Does your 65-plus-year-old grandfather turn the heat on to 75 degrees in the winter? Does he take multiple baths a day? Does he not know how to work simple electronics? Then visit us at PutYourBoomerInAHome.com. We'll take your boomer so you don't have to inconvenience yourself anymore. Visit us online or call 1-800-BOOMER. What's our next game? What's our out of, Start us off with our uh, out-of-SEC slate. Uh, so we got Tulane uh, at Temple. Temple plus five points, over-under set at 54. So yeah, this is, my, uh, this is my lock of the week. So like I said, I was 0-9 last week. I did a little bit of research this week to try to get back to reality. 16-mile-per-hour wins at Lincoln Financial up in Philly at Temple. Temple is the number 94-ranked rush offense in the league in the entire NCAA. Tulane is the number 10 rush offense. So with 16-mile-per-hour wins, can't pass the ball. you got to be able to run the ball. Temple 94-ranked, Tulane 10th-ranked on the rush offense. Both teams are in the 60s on rush defense. So I'm going to take the team that can run the damn ball down the other team's throat I'm going to take Tulane and that 10th-ranked rush offense over the Temple uh, Temple Owls on the road, giving up five, five, six points. I don't even care. I'll take both. I can KLS about this game, Boomer. I fucking love Temple here. Ooh! Fuck you, Bagman. Let's go. I think this is Temple's potential lock material here. Okay. For well, my customers. Oh, well, let's we go have, let's go head to head here. Let's go head to head. TikTok bet let's of go, the week. No, no, no. I, I'll put up a boomer's bet here. You have to go a week without taking a bath. Or listening to the Kurt Minahan podcast. Alright, fair. I can catch up the next week. <laughs> Alright, three hour podcast every single day. That's gonna be tough. What would you like me to do if uh, Tulane doesn't cover? You have to dress like uh, Pullman for a week. Okay, so dress like a hipster. Uh, or, absolute... or, one, or one Friday. You have to wear exactly what he I'll let, wears. I'll let Pullman... That's V-necks and all, I'll let, all the all the fixings. Metro, yeah. hip stuff, all I'll the let, kids I'll are let, wearing. I'll let Pullman dress me like I'm some, um, some Portland, Oregon hipster on a Friday night to go out in in the freezing cold up here in Memphis, Tennessee. Right. What's our next? Uh, All right, fair game? enough. 
All right, so next we got number 23, Navy at Notre Dame, number 16. Notre Dame's minus 7.5 points, over-under set at 54.5. Oh, yeah. I'm right back into my advanced stats here. Michigan ran all over Notre Dame when I watched that game up in up – in, uh, it was in Michigan, but still, Michigan ran all over their asses. Notre Dame's ranked 64 versus the run. Their defense is 64th ranked versus the run. Guess what Navy's rush offense is? Number one in the nation. No, duh. They only run the ball. They, they will run all over Notre Dame here. Giving me seven points is too easy. I'm taking Navy. Give me those seven. seven and a half. I might, I might, I'll, I'll take seven and a half. I was gonna buy it to seven and a half. You should get that football number. Pullman, what's your thought take? Yeah, and the wise words, of John Gruden, not if you agree. I agree wholeheartedly. You stole the words right out of my mouth. I love it. I love everything you just said. I absolutely love it. Is that it. preaching to the choir there? Pre- you're, you're preaching to the congregation. I'm Kanye. You're my congregation. I'm a Jesus believer. Yes, yes, I believe you. Everything you said. Boomer, do you got anything? Well, I was on y'all's side because Navy Navy's won the last three games against the spread. So 3-0 against the spread against Notre Dame in the past three years. But I do not like a consensus on the podcast. So I'm going to We take, all went Rebs. Well, that's different. That's my heart. Boomer, my Boomer, heart. Homer. Boomer, Homer's going to stick with uh, That's my heart. That's my heart. Also, money line the Rebs. Just saying. Uh, so I'm going to take Notre Dame here. Let's move on to the next game. Next, we got Texas versus Iowa State. Iowa State minus seven, uh, over under set at sixty six. Pullman. Yeah, why the fuck's this game on the card? I got it. I got it on my card. I got it on my card. It's gonna be a rule again. Don't interrupt me this time, Boomer. This is the uh, Texas reverse cowgirl game of the week for me here. I had Texas in this exact same spot last week on the road as a ranked team, as an underdog. Always take the Home team as an underdog. Excuse me. Always take the... Boomers got me in a pretzel after last week. Always take the home favorite against a road-ranked team. I'm taking Iowa State here. They're minus seven. UT had me in the same spot last week, and they did not cover. But there's no way this trend falls flat on its face twice in a row. Iowa State's going to win by more than seven over Texas. Boomer. Well... I'm, I'm glad we've decided on this because well, I, I have in my notes, in my documents, I have written down meets rule, ranked team, dog against unranked team on the road. Take the home was, team. Yes, take the home team every fucking time. Believe that. Bet on it. Bet your life on it. Bet the 401k that's not even real. Bet all of that. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> The zero percent four hundred one. No one will get yeah, that joke just... for the three of us. But holy shit, the three, the zero dollar four hundred one k lives on. The boomer four. It's it's sad when your four hundred one k is at zero dollars and you're a boomer. <laughs> so <laughs> gotta believe Pullman. in something. Do you ever read on that, or are you just gonna be done with it? No, I'm glad you guys finally got the uh, rule in place. I'm I'm actually proud of you two for figuring that out. <laughs> so what's the next at a conference game, boomer? Wait, wait, you didn't have any thoughts on that game? No, he no. asked why I was even on the card. Oh, Jesus, coward. Um, okay, so next we have UCLA uh, versus Utah. Utah minus 21 points. Uh, who y'all got? I don't have this game at all. Oh, actually, I'm not even reading from the script. <laughs> I've been reading from my from my crazy notes. Guys, if you ever want to start a podcast, do not let a boomer be your producer. Rule one. All right, Rule so- one of starting a podcast. <laughs> all right. That was, that was one of my locks. Uh, 
So next we've got uh, Minnesota versus Iowa. Iowa minus three, over under set at 44 and a half. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad it's uh, – can we go Pullman? Because I just want to say this. I'm glad you finally put a game that matters on the card. Um, that's huge. I love Minnesota here. I think this is a coin flip game. Give me the points. Give me the team that's undefeated. Give me the team that's fighting for their life, fighting for their Big Ten championship, fighting to be relevant for the first time since 1962. I know Iowa's a hard place to play, but it's not the hardest place to play. They won their biggest game in their life in a 60-year span. Well, I'm going to ride Minnesota. I'm going to keep riding until they lose. Give me many. Are you going to row the boat with Minnesota row, all the row, way? Row, row, the boat, PJ Fleck. Yeah, this is uh, – I didn't like this game at all. I did see it was a top 25 matchup with a big, with big implications of the college football playoff. I'm going to go ahead and say I respect the kids. Um, this is a for-the-kids game, my for-the-kids game of the week. The last game in Iowa, in uh, it's not Ames, it's Iowa City. Yes. Pullman, my, uh, my specialist on all things college football cities, whatever. I'm taking the home team waving to the Children's Cancer Hospital at the end of the third quarter. This is the for-the-kids game. Give me Iowa. I'll lay the three against the Minnesota team coming off a big win and uh, falling flat on their face. Boomer. Uh, well, so I've got a lot of notes on this game. Oh, Lord. I have, I'll, I'll be quick, though. Fall asleep. Uh, some of them include almost meets the rule. They almost meet the rule for the uh, higher favorite team. Almost. Or higher ranked team. And then also said Minnesota Super Bowl last week. Um, we had fans calling in, leaving us voicemails, yeah. saying that their dads were crying about Minnesota winning and that this is Super Bowl for them last week. And you know what? I was a really tough place to play. I love I love row your boat, but I think this is when the boat stops stops rolling. Uh, I'm gonna take Iowa minus three. Fun fact you say about the boat stop rowing. Actually, the stadium's on the Iowa River, so uh, technically they could row the boat no, that's straight a, up. That's a uh, that's a well, I guess it's a paddleboard or a kayak, maybe not a boat. The the river is deep enough to row a boat. I will say this: mm. the the Iowa River running through Iowa City. Stadium on the west side of the city. It is deep enough to row the boat. I'm rowing the boat all the way down from Minneapolis. But you guys can take Iowa and the, and the, uh, also, the kids. Also, and the kids. kids. Hey, I respect the kids. Thank you. I thought you were about to be anti-kid there. Anti-cancer kid. Also, one last stat I just saw. Uh, it's probably the first time the Minnesota football players have been getting laid consistently. So That's a good, uh, that's a good fact. They're probably drained. Well, we saw Florida last week making out with uh, Dan Mellon's wife, and they boat raced the shit out of Andy, fifty-six and nothing. So they're getting but, they're getting but laid. So our spot with South Carolina beating Georgia worked out. Very so true. Very true. They're used to that. Florida players are used to it. Uh, South Carolina and not Minnesota so players are not so much. I think next game, the uh, Big Twelve game, you stumbled over eight times before. Um, am I correct on this? Baylor plus ten at home against OU. Yes, it's the last game of the night though, so it was chronological order. He was fine. I was actually completely fine, you jerk off. And also, uh, for the stats that he didn't give you, the over-under set at 67.5. Bagman, who do you got? So, yeah, this is the classic don't bet against the team with their biggest game ever at home. We saw it with Memphis. They beat the shit at, well, I guess they didn't really cover, but they did beat the shit out of SMU when it was their biggest game ever at home. We saw it last week with Minnesota, their biggest game ever at home. They beat the shit out of Penn State. This is Baylor's biggest game ever at home since the very problematic days. I'm taking Baylor and Matt Rule here. Ten points is way too many against a shitty Oklahoma defense. I like the over here as well, over 65. But I'm taking Baylor and give me the 10. I think it's going to be a close game in a hostile environment at night in uh, at Baylor. Pullman, what you got? 
Yeah, uh, you know what they say about Waco. It's a cold atmosphere, and Very I love cultish. getting plus 10 here. Nothing for OU has proved me this year that they're a dominant team that can beat a team that's 8-0 uh, at home. Team that's fighting, like I said, kind of Minnesota style, fighting for their uh, playoff hopes. Even if they lose in a, in a possession game, fine. 10 is way too big of a number. Give me the 10 at home. I'll ride that all day. Baylor Bears, sick em. Wait, who's 8-0? Who, who are you just talking Baylor. about? Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were talking about who they were playing. I think this is kind of a big brother, little brother game here. I, I, I'm I, honestly, I'm just gonna fade y'all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Oklahoma minus ten points. I guess we can move into our uh, final segment of the night, kind of our favorite segment, top ten, uh, you know, discussion point in the sports world, in the political world, uh, something that really impacts us all. Yeah, this is what we really care about. This is what this podcast is actually about. It's yeah. the political correctness of the world. We're trying to make things better. And then so in NFL news in the night, uh, Colin Kaepernick this Saturday is getting his tryout in Atlanta. Uh, you know, it's a good circumstance for the NFL getting a good athlete back in the league. But according to some, there are some critics like Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk. Quote, under present circumstances, then, it feels more like a uh, less of a workout and more about Kaepernick getting place on an NFL team and creating the impression that NFL is trying to give him a job without really getting him a job. Plus, he kind of looks fat. Boomer, do you have a comment on this? Well, you know what I think Colin Kaepernick can do is... 